When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It's March 28th when you're listening, unless you're live in the chat. Because we're actually recording this the night before because we've got day game baseball tomorrow, which takes up some of mine and Jake's time. That was Lincoln Park, one step closer. Thoughts, You got Jake? it. You thought you didn't have it at first. You got yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't know what song it was for a while. Big Lincoln Park fan? You? Um, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Chad. What's his name? Chester? Bennington? Chester. Chester. I don't know. Chester. I'm not a huge Linkin Park fan. I think I just proved that. Um, yeah. They had a couple hits. They were fun. Yeah, like I know the songs that they made, but I never heard one of their radio songs and said, I got to go check out that album. Yeah, I mean, I was never an album guy. I, I like their good radio tunes. All right, there we go. And the countdown's done. The countdown is done. We're here. I liked Countdown Week. Yeah, in my head it was a day off. It kind of worked out. They were recording tonight. Um, in my head, it makes more sense. Well, it's but the yeah, start I, I of the episode, so there's one more episode until opening day. It's, it's a fun thing. Well, it depends on when they listen to it. Yeah, most of our audience listens day of, but a good amount listen the next day. Right. As baseball scene, baseball season goes, Jake and I are going to have to figure out our new routine. Like we might record at night when there's a day game the next day. And then when there's a, a 7 p.m. game, we may record later so Jake doesn't have to wake up so early. So maybe become more of a midday show. We, we have no idea, actually. We'll like see. We're, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But there's, there's bound to be some changes in the John Boy and Jake schedule. We're going to keep going because I like doing this. gives us an outlet. I think, actually, as baseball season goes and more people listen to Talking Yanks, they're going to be like, oh, I want to listen to everything. So I want to listen to what's your take on the fucking other stuff. So we'll see. We'll see. Quick question from uh, someone in the live chat. Do you like night games or day games better, Jake? Do I like night games or day games better? I feel like I'm going to have a more definitive answer when the season starts going because games are going to be a lot different for me than they've been in the past. Um, I think I'm going to say day games because some of them out here are actually going to be like morning games. Mm -hmm. It was 10 a.m. when I lived in California. Yeah, so it's 11 a.m. out here, so I mean, if they keep it tidy, I mean, I could kind of, I can have a full day by, like, 2 p.m. my time out here. So I think I'd be leaning that way, but we'll see. Yeah, I like night games better, just because I think the darkness and the lights make it feel more like a, oh, day game, baseball. Hard to be a day game and get the intensity going. And, like, if you're talking about going to see a game live, no way am I saying day games. 
Yeah, seeing a game live, it's easily night games. I'll say this. I think part of part of the reason you like baseball is there's there is kind of a slowness to it and you enjoy it and you kind of you kind of drink it in. For me, a good morning game, it's 11 a.m. I've got a cup of coffee. We start playing baseball. Yeah, I got uh, drinking that cup of coffee. I kind of get amped up by the third inning. Yeah. I really like 10 a.m. games living in California. Yeah. But it there didn't have a playoff feel to it. It had a very relaxed feel to it. True. 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 So anyway, how you doing, Jake, my friend? I'm good, man. It's uh, it's opening day eve. We just crushed a Talking Yanks episode. We just crushed a Talking Yanks two months. Um, I'm super excited for the baseball season for multiple reasons. And... Um, Oh, I do have a little wild card. I didn't drop this on you yet. Um, one of our, an extended friend of ours from college, who's kind of a vagabond, um, Jared, Jared Speaker, he uh, he lives a ridiculous lifestyle. He's landing in Denver at like ten and can't get a flight home to Jackson Hole. So he's like, "Can I sleep on your couch?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> so tomorrow. He's, yeah, he's doing like a. He comes in at ten, and I think his flight is ten a.m. tomorrow. So he'll be. In my apartment for like 10 hours, but we'll say hi. How are you? And then I'll send him on his way. And I was like, he, he's like, do you got to work tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, actually, like it's a, it's a big one. <laughs> and he, he was like, well, I don't know if you need someone that doesn't know anything about baseball. I'm there. And I was like, honestly, if there's two guys that could figure something out to have fun with that, we could do it. <laughs> but uh, it'll be a big day for us and he's got to get going. So, um a ship passing in the night, they'll say. That is what they'll say. Um, my day as a whole, I'll give it. It's a good day, man, and the excitement's here. How about how about a six five? Six five from you. Wow, nice. That's yeah. your best day ever. That's your Did best some day. Stuff? That's, that's your best day ever. In John Boy and Jake history, which is like 15 days since we've. I been also had a kind of. I had a. I had a cute mandate today. You went on a mandate. A, a guy in my building just had like a kid, so he's. I don't know. He's doing that whole thing, and uh, he texted me and he's like, "Hey, I know you kind of you take the dog normally out at midday. You want to take the dog? I'll take the baby, and we'll go for a little walk." And I was like, "Yeah, first ever dad date. Are you kidding me?" Um. So that was kind of nice. So we 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 didn't go too far, but I don't know. It was, it was nice. How was the kid? Uh, baby girl. I'll I'll leave her name out of it. It's cute. Like so young. Like I don't know, less than two months old. You put her on your chest as you reclined. I didn't touch the baby today. Not even a little touch. No, I was making sure Noodle, the doodle dog, didn't get anywhere near the baby. Did you say anything to the baby like oh yeah? Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel bad. I mean, I talk to babies and dogs the same way. Um, but I guess a lot of people do. I don't know. What's your baby dog voice? Like a baby dog or baby slash dog? Now we need both. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'm picturing a little dog for me. Hello, little guy. Hi there. What are you doing? Nice. Are you a good boy or are you a bad boy? Not bad. That's what I say to the baby. Mmm. Mm. Got, got a little weird. 
Brad. Um, Brad's whole family has the same dog voice, and it's like a unique one. I thought it was interesting when I heard it. Okay. Oh, hey, Brad. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little deep cute. I get it. I'm hip. You're hip? Question mark? I'm hip. I'm cool. No, you're hip? Is your hip doing okay? Ah, Ellsbury. How are you doing? Right where the horse bit me. I'm good. Busy day. I haven't eaten a lot today, and that's kind of bummer. I had a smoothie for breakfast, and then I had about a half a cup of leftover white rice for lunch, and then I had a banana. So I'm actually starving right now, but I live on an island, and it's 1030, and there's nothing. Yeah, I kind of put myself in that trap, too, because I want to get a little done before we linked up, so it was like 5... 5.15, or like 5 o'clock, I had to take the dog out, grab my stuff, and set up, so it was like 5 o'clock. So I just ate a PB&J, and I was like, I think this will do it. Um, I'm okay. I'll survive. <laughs> Austin <laughs> in the chat said, came here for Burt Kreishner. <laughs> Disappointed. Everyone's fully clothed. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, my, my Giancarlo pick went over well. I think did. Any, anyone listening... You were, we were a little nervous to get it on the gram. You were slightly more nervous than me because that could go ugly quick. The Instagram crowd, I'm starting to like them more and more and more because for a while they, they didn't care about us. They just cared about Yanks content where Twitter people care about us. But now the Instagram crowd is is starting to uh, like us, like the personalities of us. So it's different. But for a while they didn't give a fuck about you or I. They just thought we were another random Yankees Instagram right. that just post Yankee stuff. It's like, no, 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 this isn't about just the Yankees. It's about us and the Yankees. So whatever. Yeah. So my, that my, I've given that, my day a 6.4. Nice. No, no. I'm giving my day a 6.5. Same as you. I was very excited today, but nice. I'm also very like nervous. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm excited. I did. Uh, I went on another podcast today on, as a guest. Nice. Uh, on the board podcast. It was good. It wasn't we'll talk some Yanks. Felt bad. Talk I feel like Yanks. I didn't bring enough humor. Just just talk straight Yanks. Hard to make jokes when you don't know who you're talking to, and you're just on the phone with them. You can't see their faces. Ooh, that's true. Yeah. Did you look up their faces before anything? Uh, I well, he DM'd me on Instagram, so I saw him that way. Nice play by Soriano. By the way, I'm. I'm I'm still watching an old 2001 Yankees World Series replay game, so there's that. Nice. So watch out for that. Watch out for that. Do we want to go straight into the news? I think so. We talked about the song. We talked about the days a little bit. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Tri-State Sports Update. Oh, wrong fucking soundboard, you dumb idiot wow. loser. What a... Today's opening day, baseball opening day. The Yankees play the opening day versus the Baltimore Orioles. It's going to be Tanaka versus Kashner. The Mets opening day is a much better, cooler pitching match. It's DeGrom versus Scherzer, two of the best to ever do it right now, facing off each other for baseball, 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 baseball. Um, asked to name the most talented player he has ever played with. Eli Manning quickly responded, Odell. I made up the quickly part. I think it might have been quick, but I'm not positive. I didn't hear it. I'd only read it, and I made up that word. Don't know why I did. The Rangers are currently losing to the Bruins uh, as I record this.
Yeah. We have Yanks, so we don't need to talk Yanks, but DeGrom versus Scherzer is a hell of an opening day matchup, huh? Yeah, man. That's that's almost feels like a waste. A little bit. I I actually I went through that same thought process. I was like, either tomorrow's gonna be awesome because the batters aren't gonna be fully locked in, so these guys are gonna kill it, or like the pitchers aren't going to be locked in on their stuff yet, and it's going to be like a wasted ace battle. Like they're each going to go like five innings, three earned runs, and then get get pulled. Yeah. It just sucks like you have one of those guys versus any other team. Like if the Mets were playing the Marlins or, I don't know, some other NL team that doesn't have Scherzer, you're like, okay, DeGrom's in. We should definitely win if we score three runs, which we didn't last year at all. Like, it should be a penciled-in win to start the season when you have DeGrom or Scherzer, but because they're facing each other, you're, one of those teams is going to have to lose their DeGrom-Scherzer start right off the bat, which just sucks. Yeah, but, I mean, that's well, that's tough. But I I'm mean, saying if- that's probably the, the only ace-ace matchup going in baseball. Uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I can of get that in caliber there. of like top ten pitchers in the MLB. Well, I mean, those guys could arguably be one and two, which I mean, that, that's it's what I'm quality saying. baseball. So I'm not going to be mad about it. I that's mean, what that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Out of 14, 13 other teams, the Mets could face in the National League. I think Degrom is like. If you're a fan of those teams, it kind of sucks. If you're a fan of baseball, it's awesome. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. And we're not a fan of either of those teams, so it's good. Well, who are you rooting for? Uh, kind of the Mets. We're 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 Brody Van GM guys at this point, right? Yeah, I, I don't have any bad ill or disdain for the Mets. Besides Syndergaard, Scherzer scares me. Oh yeah, I'd never want to talk with that guy. Scherzer scary. Two different eye colors, just like sniffing and yelling. Awesome to watch. Love him. Great for the sport of baseball. Don't want to talk to him. Yeah, no thanks. What do you think Scherzer and Sale would say to each other? What's up? What's up? up be a weird fest yeah not really into that yeah Uh, jimmy yeah we do have a pitching matchup that rivals it oh let's hear it verlander snell wow there you go you found it that is good so i don't know man just good opening day baseball that is a good opening day matchup sucks that i like snell so much because he said one word to us one time and he's really good yeah, he's really good. He's young. It's kind of cool. He's a twin, though. Yeah, we are worried about that. Always a bit. You always got to. You just got to be a little extra ready. You're around twins. You got <laughs> anything on uh, Eli saying Odell's the most talented player he's ever played with? You don't think no, Jeremy? I, abs- I absolutely love it. You think Jeremy Shockey's pissed? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Who else could be pissed? Who else could be like, Eli, what the fuck? I mean, I guess you can make an argument for Plaxico or someone like Tiki, maybe. Um, No one, man. Odell. I mean, Michael Strahan. Yeah, if you wanted to go defensive side. Jason Seahorn. Um, the, the real answer would be Strahan. But again, like, I mean, talent? Like, Odell's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Can't catch like, the ball when it counts. One one handed catches in the NFL from now on are going to be referred to as like o- Odell Beckham. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. There you go. 
And Eli just, yeah, whatever. All right, Rangers are losing. That's all. Let's move on. Opening day in baseball. Did you mention that, Jim? Uh, Verlander versus Snell. No. Uh, the, well, baseball opening day in America. We want to clear up. We already had an opening day. It was across the big pond. Uh, baseball's back, people. Enjoy it. Luckily, it's not the same day as the Sweet 16. Oh, it is. Um, kind of a miss on baseball. Start on Monday after that initial weekend. Anyways, we got some good ones, Jim. Florida State versus Gonzaga. Purdue versus Tennessee. Texas Tech versus Michigan. Virginia versus Quack Quacks. Go Ducks. Um, Jim, I've got two really fun quotes from the South. Um, Alabama hired Nate Oates, the head coach from Buffalo, and their quote was, we're thrilled to welcome Nate and Crystal Oates and their three daughters to the University of Alabama, which cracked me up because that's not how schools in the Northeast or the West Coast do press conferences. And the Tennessee Lady Volunteers fired their head coach today. And in their firing letter is, Holly has dedicated most of her adult life to the University of Tennessee and the Lady Vols program. She loves Tennessee, and Tennessee needs to always love her back. And I, I thought that was hilarious, like two of the nicest higher fires you see. The South does some stuff right. And Jimmy, the headliner, Harry Kane, the football player, wants to play football after his career. Harry Kane wants to come to America and be a kicker? Yeah, dude, I couldn't even stomach the article because, A, it was those ESPN-style articles where you scroll in some of its pictures, some of its articles, um, which those really throw me off. Um, and H Harry Kane is kind of a wanker. Fuck that um, guy. Like, in the first line of the article, he they call him, like, the best striker in the world, and I'm like, I don't know. He's Again, he's kind of a wanker. Um but, yeah, apparently he wants to kick. And let's be honest, if it was someone else outside of Harry Kane, I think I'd be stoked. Yeah, um, Harry Kane sucks. Yeah, and he's not even – dude, that's the part that I think is making me mad. Like, I don't picture Harry Kane kicking well. Like, Harry Kane is always, like, with his head or he's just, like, swinging it in the box like just a, just a garbage goal or he's hitting it off his inner thigh. Like, Harry Kane isn't known for his beautiful strikes. I'm sure he has great leg power. Um, and he just but, looks like the villain of every British movie ever, like a Bond villain, pretty boy which, British dude. Which oh. kind of lines him up to be a kicker, you know? He'd be so annoying. Yeah. Granted, I don't know much about Harry Kane, but the two seasons where I watched a lot of EPL, was one. the first one was his breakout season. Right. And the next was the season after that. I didn't like him. Uh, he's easily the most hated player in the EPL, I believe. Oh, so I'm on pace with the rest of the crowd? Yeah. I love it when I'm part of the cool crowd. From what I know. from This is talking American soccer here. Imagine from if all I you know, knew was just from me. What's that? Imagine if all you knew about the EPL was just from me. No, I had my own Harry Kane formed opinions and talking to like Emac and Evan and Co., some of our other buddies there into soccer. From what I know, Harry Kane is agent number, agent zero for being hated. Cool. Well, you really like these quotes. I, I, I understand why you like the second quote. Holly has dedicated most of her life to it. Firing someone and saying she loves Tennessee and Tennessee needs to love her back. That one's funny because you're like, hey, don't be mean to her. Why do you love this person? As, as you're firing her. 
We are thrilled to welcome Nate and Crystal Oates and their daughters to the University of Alabama. I don't. Dude, understand. I just think a northern or a west coast school they wouldn't mention the wife or the daughters at all. Oh, uh, I think that I think that's pretty normal. Uh, I don't think so. Like we're going to be part of the family, like Jim Harbaugh and the Harbaugh family. Happy to have them on board. I think it's I, pretty normal. You didn't say wife and kids there. Well, I think yeah, I don't know. That doesn't cross me as that odd. Anyway, let's talk about March Madness. A little, a little southern hospitality there. Um, yeah, southern hospitality. Nice to your face, mean to your back. Bless your heart. Um, yeah, Jim. So it's the the Thursday. We got the Thursday games. Let's uh, we'll we'll do them in order like we did. Florida State Gonzaga. What's going on here, Jim? Florida State versus is Gonzaga. Yeah. Did you have know. this in your bracket? Oh, I should get out my personal bracket, huh? Why don't you get your bracket out? I'll talk a little bit. Um, this, I think this should be the game of the night. Well, we'll see if Oregon gives Virginia a game. Um, Florida State is having one of the best tournaments so far. They've got their version of Taco Fall. They have a 7-4 guy that they play in bits, and he's been playing well. And, Jim, they're just fun. They have 10 guys they play who are all really solid, and all of them, like, play their role. Like, they have the guy that's clearly the annoying pest. They have the giant. Um, they have, like, the one guy that if you need something, you go to that guy. Um, they have a couple shooters. They have a couple guys that hustle. They have, like, the NBA prospect that comes off the bench. He's Dikembe, Natum- Dikembe Mutombo's nephew. Um so he just comes in, they let him be nuts for like 25 minutes, and it, Dude, wherever so it lands. if there was a possibility for uh, Matumbo's relative and Ball Ball to be like playing against each other in a final, that'd be fun. Yeah, I haven't I haven't Googled any of the Ball Ball stuff. I think they ruled him out for the season. Yeah, he got injured um, real early. He's, he was yeah. a twig. Which sucks right now, because it'd be awesome to have him out there. How, but, uh, how, how tall was Ball Ball? He's 7'3". Oh, so Taco Fall would have been bigger than him. Oh yeah, Tacos. imagine that. What would you? How much would you want to watch Ball Ball versus Taco Fall one on one? Be the slowest, worst basketball ever from two sticks. Well, so that's the thing. Ball Ball's like kind of athletic. I think what you'd want to see is, uh, I think the big man's name on Florida State is Kumanji. You'd want to see him and Taco Fall play on one on one. I want to see that because Jumanji are, versus Taco. I like it. Yeah, they they are monsters, Jim. I. I had this game in my bracket, and I think I have Florida State winning. Um, well, I had that. For everyone that listened last week, okay. I had that, and then I switched last minute to the John Morant show, and I wanted him to win two games. He only won one. So now I don't have it anymore, but I did have it at one point. Would you get no points for? No points for. Um, and I had Florida State beating Zaga when I had it, but now I have uh, Zaga winning. Yeah, I mean, I just for me, it's the perfect storm. I mean, Gonzaga doesn't get challenged that many times through the season. You have a team that has NBA players. Florida State's huge, um, and they had they're deeper. Like I, I just think that's the formula that beats a mid-major team. It's kind of a fun coaches game. You got um, Mark Few. I'm blanking on Florida coach's name. I just had this whole whole speech. Um, Hamilton, excuse me, Leonard Hamilton. Um, two guys that haven't kind of gotten to where they could be like he's done great things at Florida State but they don't have like that kind of big signature moment 
Um, Mark Few doesn't have the natty title, which Gonzaga could have at this point in his career. So I, I think that's going to be the game of the day. Oh, you're most excited about that one, huh? I am. All right. Does that got, surprise uh, you? Kind of. Okay. It's kind of cool. It's the northwest versus the southeast, two corners of the map. Those are two corners. I like that, Jim. Texas Tech versus Michigan. I had Buffalo upsetting Texas Tech. They didn't. I have Michigan winning this. I'm not that interested in this game. Right? Um, and I, I think this is one of the funny ones. I, I'd love to see what the actual bracket numbers are. I feel like this is a game that everyone, if you landed here, you've just picked Michigan because you're like, well, it's Michigan. They do well. Texas Tech, I mean, is kind of a more so a football school, like he just penciled in Michigan. Texas Tech is good. I picked Michigan, but I was kind of sitting there today like, I feel like nobody has Tech, which in my head at this part, of, at the Sweet 16, tells me, like, watch out for Tech. Yeah. Okay, watch out for Tech. Houston versus tech. Kentucky. I had this one. Okay, Nailed not on it. today's slate. But I'm happy for you. Oh, uh, what's the other game today then? So we've got, let's do Purdue, Tennessee. And, dude, that, that's what's going on here. Texas Tech, Michigan, and Purdue, Tennessee are almost like the same game. Yeah, I don't care about this game either. But. Like, it's three versus two. Michigan and Tennessee are a little more talented, and they're a little more fun. People know their coaches a little better. Um, Purdue and Texas Tech, when they bring it, I think they're almost better than these teams, but these teams have lapses. Um, but, like, I think everyone in their brackets, for the most part, probably has Tennessee and Michigan. I'm rooting for Purdue here. Boilermakers. Okay. Go Boilermakers. They've got a tall guy on their team, Jim. It's all about Pro the tall guys. Well, that's basketball. A lot of them, they probably got a lot of tall guys. Come on. I hope. Very rare to run out a bunch of under six feet guys and win in this day and age. Isn't the internet fun? Isaac Haas, he's 7'2". Um, but I just Googled Purdue tall guy, and he came up. Nice. Which? And then the game I the game that I think Actually, most no. people would be excited for is Oregon Virginia because we got a twelve graduated. Going. It's Matt Harms. Um, okay. Virginia Ducks. Like I feel like this has all the makings of a good game, right? Like Virginia's still scared of the upset, especially with number twelve. Like Virginia's the one team that drew. Like the underdog left in the tournament, that's pretty good point because they and they're not even an underdog. Like they're Oregon, they've had some really good teams lately. Um, I mean, root for you're rooting for Oregon now, right? I mean, you said that if Virginia lost to Gardner Webb, they'd have to disband their basketball program. They'd never land another recruit. It'd be terrible. They beat Gardner Webb. They beat right. Oklahoma, both soundly. If they lose to 12-state Oregon and they're the only team that loses to a higher seed, because that still would be the biggest upset going. There hasn't been a bigger upset yet. So right. how bad is this for the program of Virginia if they lose to Oregon? I mean, it still wouldn't be awful. They make the Sweet 16. It would be bad, and people would point at the 12 and 16 and be like, those are the highest combined seeds that a team's ever lost to back-to-back. -to -back. I'm sure you could do some fun stats with it. Um, I'll, I'll say this, and this is a little bit of a cop-out. If it's close, Oregon, otherwise I think UVA runs away. 
Like, if, if it's a close game, UVA is going to start getting tight and be like, Jesus, the 12 seed, re- this is the 12 seed we get, Oregon, um, who's playing some of the best ball in the country right now. I, I think they start getting tight and don't have it. But uh, I, I've got UVA in my bracket. I, I They've looked good. I think they continue to look good. Go Ducks. It's go Ducks, though. Yeah, go Ducks. I don't care for that for my bracket. So go Ducks. Who's leading okay. in the John Boy and Jake Radio bracket right now? Is it still Goldie? Uh, yes, because, I mean, they haven't played any games. Um, okay. Well, Goldie, so, Christopher, Howley, Mike, Cat, and T. Korber. Congrats. Yeah, but Gold, Goldie has Tennessee winning, so we've kind of thrown him out already. Um, hey. I like Gregory C. there with the Gonzaga pick. Um, hey, he's he's one of the throw, few there. Don't throw Goldie out so fast. Okay, well, jeez. Let's go to uh, halftime. Halftime. Anything you want to tell the people during the halftime? Um, not too much going on. I, I, the the Diamondbacks Yankees two thousand one playoff game is going on. This this isn't the Byung Kim game. He's already been pulled. We're tied at twos in the twelfth. Um. So I, I kind of misread that before, but I, I still have that going on in the background. Um, yeah, I've been talking a lot. <laughs> I've been talking a lot. Start, starting to get at that point that you know it's like <laughs> I've, I, it, there, I'm a ticking time bomb on how much actual talking I can do. Oh, okay. Let's, we'll get out of half for you then. I read the news today, oh boy. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. A senator says having more American babies is the solution to climate change. A Bangladeshi woman with two wombs, count them, one, two wombs, gives birth to twins a month after delivering a boy. An Indonesia theme park censors the mermaid statue's boobs. Can't see them. Senator Mike Lee criticizes the Green New Deal with a poster of Ronald Reagan riding a dinosaur and firing a machine gun. Fucking got him, Mike Lee. Protest one. An Alaskan man riding a longboard and wielding a sword jumped into the back of a pickup truck and threatened the driver. Kind of badass. A woman swallowed maggots in an attempt to cure her cancer. I repeat, a woman swallowed maggots in an attempt to cure her cancer, and a man shoved a four-foot python named Pasta in his pants to steal it from a pet store. I read the news today, oh boy. Lots of stuff here, Jake. Yeah, let's hit the python quick, because um, Pasta, four-foot-long python my dog's name is noodle i kind of like a lot of the dynamics there um yeah well i mean my my take on this is fair game i mean if dude shoves a snake down his pants he obviously wants that snake really bad so let him have it right so did he get away or did he get arrested or what i don't know there's i'm guessing he didn't get away because it just says it just says video shows yeah um Pasta, the four-foot-long ball python, was supposed to be adopted the same day that he went missing from a pet store in Michigan uh, when the workers of I Love My Pets in Rockwood, Michigan. God. 
damn it. Yeah, dude, he's, he's still he's on the re- he's on the loose. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Did you watch the video? If you recognize the man, call police. Did you watch the video? Is it cool? I'm seeing it a little bit right now. I don't think it's too bad. He he dude, this is kind of Ocean's 11 stuff. It was he, a it was a snake heist? Like the camera is hidden by a bird cage a little bit. Um, like the guy didn't, this wasn't just spur of the moment. Let me throw the Python down my pants. He, uh, no, no, he'd been no, thinking no, about no. this. You plan your snake heist. I mean, he yeah. knew that it was getting adopted the next day. Yeah. This was an inside job. Cause how do you know that info? Uh, a worker. Okay. Wow. A worker had a really good bond with this snake, Jake, really good bond with the snake, but the pet store, I love my pets doesn't pay their workers enough to to adopt and care for a snake so the worker finds out it's being adopted calls up his buddy says i'm gonna need you to steal this snake for me i can't risk never seeing my buddy pasta ever again pays his buddy half of what it would cost to buy the snake has him steal it conveniently puts a birdcage up in front of the camera's angle so you can't see the video doesn't report it till a couple days later. Boom. Wow. I'm so good at solving crimes. Inside job. Yeah, at first I thought you were reading something from the article that was a good tidbit. Um, so I got kind of thrown off when I realized it wasn't that. Um, and then where my brain also jumped, which this kind of shocked me, and it's the first time I've ever had this thought. I'm really smart. That was your thought? If there was a friendly snuggly python i kind of get it oh gross like just a massive snake that like you're watching tv lays across you like a seatbelt. like that's a slightly fun Ugh, not a snake guy i'm not either but like i get it if it's a if it's like completely doesn't like it doesn't look like it's gonna eat me or bite me at all and it just kind of does like lazy stuff on me like, I'm into that. What would you rather do? Own a snake for a year and have to care for it for a full year? Or do a snake impression and slither like a snake from your apartment door down to the front desk and say, I'm a snake? Snake impression. Easy. Cool. You have to I was going to see how far you were going to do it. If, it. if it was far, far, I'd consider the snake and like... You just have to, I would keep that thing so under wraps. People like that snake pets, is not getting any fresh air for a year. People who have pet snakes and then they feed them like live mice and shit. They're fucked up people, right? They're like weird people. Um, I think my cousin had a snake when he was growing up and he wanted, he was like, watch it. It's about to eat this mouse. And the mouse was like crawling around the cage looking for any escape in the corner. And I was like, yo, dude, I have no interest in this. I'm out. Yeah, I'd, I'd say 90%. I mean, there's... They're there's like, look, ten- look, the mouse is trying to get away. The mouse is trying to get away. Oh, he ate. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, there, there's a 10% that, I mean, I guess if you understand how life works and Darwinism and you get over the eating stuff and you just like snakes, I'll give it to you. But the majority of you, yeah, you're going to be odd. Yeah. So... How about this woman who swallowed maggots in an attempt to cure her cancer? Laughed out loud when I read this headline for the first time. You heard me. You heard me laugh. 
I said, yeah. wow, that's a good headline. So I haven't read the article yet. A recovering cancer patient swallowed a cup of live maggots. Wow, didn't right. know they were live. After being told by a friend that this could fully eliminate the cancer from her body. You so didn't think a, they were alive? I thought she was swallowing dead rag- maggots. No. Okay. Well, I mean, that's not a friend. This is like when Creed told Kelly to swallow the tapeworm in the office. Right. Um, man. <laughs> suspected that the, they suspected the woman's cancer had relapsed, but after some tests, they found that her symptoms were not caused by cancer, but rather by the insect crawling around in her stomach. The woman whose surname is Lee has received medical treatment to remove the maggots and a now is stable condition. Okay. So didn't it have cancer. It looked like she had cancer three years ago. She went through a bunch of treatments, including surgery, radiotherapy, chemotherapy, and targeted therapy, and her cancer was stabilized. Right. And then she had a bunch of pains, chest pains, heartburn. So they were like, oh, shit, your cancer's back. And then they did an x-ray or something, and they're like, wait. You just have stuff in your stomach. What's in your stomach? She's like, well, I did swallow some maggots recently. Could that be it? And the doctors were like, please get out of my office. We discovered that there were parasites in her intestines. I mean, I kind of got it at first. Like, you're a little desperate. You know, you've got cancer, and you're like, I got I to gotta try something. And someone tells you, if you eat maggots, they eat the cancer. I could see myself taking the chance there. But you've already been cured. Don't just eat maggots on a hunch. Hey, my cancer's stable. Hey, good friend of mine. I had cancer three years ago. It's stable now. Ooh, that's an interesting thing, Lee. You know what would help even more stabilize your cancer? Swallow this jar of maggots I conveniently have in my hand right now. You swear it will work? Of course it'll work. What an idiot. an absolute idiot. Yeah. How do you even swallow a jar of maggots? I never have. Jeez. Hope hope not to. What do you got about the Indonesia theme park censoring the mermaid's boobs? I mean, you're free the nipple. I mean, yes, I'm a... Well, no, I'm not a free the nipple. (laughs) We we shouldn't even have to go there. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah. The free the nipple people thinking we have to go... Anyways, um... Dude, no, it sucks. Like, I kind of get it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're a little kid. You see those boobs, and you don't care that it's a statue. You're, you're like, like, what? Whoa, boobs. We're just going straight boobs out right now? Yeah. I mean, they should show these Indonesia people the statue of David. I guess they can. His boobs are uncovered. You're right. Yeah, he's shirtless, too. Um, so now they put tank tops on the mermaids, which is unrealistic because they're mermaids. They're going to be naked. Like, what is a mermaid putting on clothes to swim around underneath the ocean? Make maybe, these... yeah, if you get, if you find the right bathing suit, get those Instagram likes up. I get nah, it. I mean, there's anything I hate. It's an unrealistic mermaid, and they don't wear clothes, so this is some bullshit. I mean, Ariel wore seashells. Yeah, that was a lie. That was a lie. Whoa. Who would willingly wear seashells to scratch the shit out of you? 
It's stylish, man, and you don't want your tots hanging out. How about the Bangladeshi woman who had two wombs, gave birth to a boy, and then a month later came back and said, think there's still something inside me. Doc was like, it might be maggots, maybe? And she's like, nah, yeah. it seems bigger. You're like, oh, two more kids. Two more kids were inside you. We only delivered the one that one time. That sucks. You think that sucks? I mean, you're expecting one kid. You're all jazzed up. This is going to be a huge step in our life. We got one on the way. Then three pop out total. Yeah. You don't have names ready? I wonder what she named the twins. Wow. You really got to... You got to botch job those names. You got to name them like hidden and surprise or something like that. Not surprise because that gives off di- different connotations, but like hidden and something else. Hidden too. Hidden too. Yeah. More hidden. It sucks. I clicked the link, but I don't really care to read it. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I dude, I did the same thing. I clicked it, and I was like, I'm not gonna read a word of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, do, I do not, I do not, I do not actually care about this at all. Well, what about this guy in Alaska who rode on his longboard holding a sword down the road to catch up with a pickup truck, and then jumped in to scare him? I mean, that's just badass, right? Yeah, I mean, at what point do we not give this guy credit? You know. If this was a movie scene, you'd be stoked. If this was John Wick, people would be all jazzed up. But because this is 26-year-old Derek Harris in Fairbanks, Alaska, um, you know, we get a little worried. He was drunk at the time, too, which makes it more impressive. Alcohol was a factor, yeah. Um, Yeah, this is one of those, like, you walk away and you say, no one got hurt, it is what it is, and then if you're the Fairbanks, Alaska police, you're like, as your punishment, you now have to join the force. What do you think everyone who saw this happen's reaction was? Like, oh my God. Look at that guy. He's riding down the street really fast on his longboard. Holy shit, is that sword? Is He's he a pirate. F- He's basically a Somalian pirate. He's a pavement pirate. Pavement pirate. The pavement pirate. That should be his new Instagram name. God damn, it should be his new Instagram name. How do I reach out to him? You think he's on Instagram? Dave, Derek Harris? and, and uh, That's probably a common name. If he's on Instagram, if I can find this dude, which used to be a good skill of mine. Right. I'm going to message him and say, dude, why don't you name yourself the Pavement Pirate? See what he says back. Anyone else good at... you found him? No, I mean, Instagram is going to be tough because they don't let you search by location. But Alaska... Yeah. That whittles down the population a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Search Derek Harris on Facebook. Find this fool. Yo, why don't you call yourself the Pavement Pirate? Maybe I just make a shirt that says Pavement Pirate, and then I send it to him and say, like what you're doing here. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) What? Oh, dude. I found, I tweeted this out. I found, I I have a file. 1,500 videos from cell phones that me, you, and... Everyone in our group chat used to take yeah. on my computer. They're the craziest, weirdest, whatever uh, videos. And I found all my I love you videos. Do you remember that? Yeah, a little you, scared of those vids. A little scared. When I, I would, 
I would I would peruse through someone's Instagram and just swipe right. I found Derek Harris. Uh wow. Yeah, found him. So I sent him a message. I guess so. I mean, that's why he did this. He's kind of a little heavier than I thought he was going to be. Okay. But he's definitely a hunter. Played football as a youth. Killed a deer in October 23rd, 2018. I don't know. This guy uh, This guy looks like uh, he's in love and has his life together. I'll send him a quick message. I'll send him, if you know Derek, send him a message. Are you the pavement pirate? He's the only Derek Harris from Fairbanks, Alaska on Facebook. So I mean, now isn't I've, the population of Alaska like nothing? It has to be him. Yeah, so I just... I mean, his Facebook looks like he's got his life together, so it's going to be sad if... Sam, so I just messaged Derek Harris. I said, are you the pavement pirate? <laughs> uh, should I get back into messaging strangers? It used to be my favorite thing to do. That's what I was telling the story. I'd scroll through someone's Facebook profile pictures with, you're beautiful... Yeah, beautiful, James Blunt. And I wouldn't do it to people that I knew really well. I did it to people that I I talked to in passing, but they didn't like really know me. And then I just send them the video. I think one girl like straight up blocked my phone number. Yeah. And I was laughing, Jake, because now I'm on Twitter. We have this radio show, and if I do something, I have like kind of an audience I'm doing it for. Right. This was just me sitting in my kitchen. Yeah. Making these videos, texting it to someone. And then just laughing hysterically to myself. Didn't do it. I didn't did it for just to make myself laugh. Bingo. And then someone responded and said, yo, can you send this to my, do make one for my friend and send it to her? So I did. I have the video saved. It says stranger. Cause I have no idea yeah. who this girl is. And so imagine getting that text from a random number, a you're beautiful video of all your pictures, man, every day, man. Yeah. That's, I really creeped some people out. Oh, I I love it. It happens to me regularly. You get those videos? Yeah. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. It's like, I know. Let's, let me live my day. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Good for you. Got anything else okay. about anything? Anything else about anything, Jake? Anything else about anything? Um, Do you have to pee right no. now? No. Oh. Peed right, right before we came on. I know. I thought I saw you shaking your leg a little bit. I was like, I think Jake has to pee. Mm-mm. Can't see my legs. Yeah, I, I felt it shaking. Okay. A lot of lies. A lot of lies around this dinner table tonight. I'm really interested to get my message back from Derek Harris. Every time we do a story about some small person, like should I have messaged that crazy guy from yesterday that wore the headdress? No. No, we got info about them. Tell, tell the people about that. Oh, my God. The guy who wore the headdress. Turns out the reason he's against drivers, this is from yesterday's show, if you didn't listen, the reason he's against driver's license is it's the whole, like, don't put a number on me, man. Don't put, don't categorize me in the system. Uh, so I'm not a number, I'm a human, blah, blah, blah. So that's the reason he's against driver's license. So for eight years, he's been protesting getting a driver's license. When they finally make him do it, he has to protest it somehow. This is the, these are the dots I can't connect. So he dresses like a Native American. Right. But his whole point is that this used to be a Christian company or this used to be a Christian country and now the Christians aren't getting treated 
equally because we're catering to all the other religions so much. That's his main argument. How does dressing as a Native American who would be the response to him, like, actually, this was a Native American country and the Christians killed all of them. So, like, how does that play in? Like, that would be his my response to him. Like, actually, what you're saying is happening to the Christians is what the Christians did to the Native Americans. So how's him dressing like a Native American? I don't know. The guy's a nut job. But he drives around town. Someone DM'd us that lives in the town and was his substitute teacher. Had him as a substitute teacher. Drives around town with a giant horn on his car playing elevator music out of speakers loudly. There's two takeaways you need to know. That person is nuts. And he also does the coolest thing I've ever heard, which is drive around town in his truck just blaring elevator music. He's got no no agenda. It's not easy. He's yelling politics or he's yelling about the local sports team or he's yelling about discrimination. Just some elevator music for all y'all while he's passing by. It's nice. It's really nice. It's really nice. Uh, the other day, Katie and I were listening to like smooth jazz on our drive. Katie likes mm. jazz music. And we're so we're driving nice and calm on the highway, listening to jazz, and these fucking three cars just like sped by us, could probably going one buck ten each, yes. like racing each other. And I was just laughing, like if it was a movie scene, and you were like in our car, <laughs> and it was like me and Katie got in silence, listening to jazz, and then go to their cars. Like, people have different lives, you know. People have different lives. You've had different lives than people. You've you had ever- different lives than yourself currently. Yeah, you ever you been uh, in that car going one ten? You ever do that? It's there's a name for it. Actually, your mother sent me this one time on Facebook, where like the Germans have names for things that we don't, or there's like these specific names for feelings that other countries don't have. Anyway, your mom sent me the list. I'm gonna try and find it, but um, there's a name for the feeling you get. When you you like look around and just realize, or you look at the high, headlights on the highway, like Elton John, count the headlights on the highway, and uh, just realize like, oh, there's so many people out there like living different lives all on this road at the same time. Like every car is full of different stories and different paths. Do you ever have that? There's a name for it, so it so it's common enough that someone named it. Life. You just call that life? I call that life. I found the, the list of names. Okay, we have five minutes. I'm going to give you some names, okay? Some words. Okay. This is sent to me on Facebook from your mom on uh, in 2007. Sonder. Sonder. Oh, these are emotions people feel but can't explain. Sonder is the feeling. It's the realization that each passerby has a life as vivid and complex as your own. That's to Sonder. That's what I was just saying right there. Okay. Okay. Opia. Let's see if you've ever had this feeling. Opia. The ambiguous intensity of looking someone in the eye which can feel simultaneously invasive and vulnerable. Catch eyes too long, and you're like, well, this is... Oh, shit. Do we know each other really well? Oh, shit. No, we don't. Yeah. Everyone's had that. Um, Rubitosis. Ooh. I've never really had this one, except when I'm high. Rubitosis. The unsettling awareness of your own heartbeat. You ever get that? Oh, yeah. All the time. 
Okay. Oh, this one just could be sh- should be called showering. It's called Juska. J-O-U-S-K-A. Juska. A hypothetical conversation that you compulsively play out in your head. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just called showering, right? I mean, you and I do it multiple times a day when we talk about work stuff. Yeah. I think those are very important. Yeah. You got to be able to answer multiple questions that come like your way. It's like self-awareness. Yeah. Oh, I have this so much. And this is the last one that we'll do better day. Ellipsism. Ellipsism. A sadness that you'll never be able to know how history will turn out. I get that. I, how history will turn out? Like is you just don't know how like in a hundred years. Is it years? the definition of history what already happened? Yeah, so it's like I'll never know what, what goes on in the year 2200. I'll just never know. Okay, so future history. Yeah. I just got sad thinking about that. Yeah, a little bit. It was crazy, right? Wow. All right, there's a lot of other those. Maybe I'll leave that up for another time killer sometime. Better sure. the day. It's the better the day. Better the day. Better the day. Better the day, better the day. Jakey, Jakey made a big mistakey by betting the Pacers to cover the six-point spread. They ended up losing by eight to the Oklahoma Thunder. Ba-dum! Can he, will he turn it around? The Flying Salami, what do you got today? Yeah, I'm pretty bummed out, Jim. They had a shot at the buzzer. Wesley Matthews took a three that would have covered it, and he bricked it. Um, hey Wesley Matthews, why don't you go kick rocks? I think honk. he's the he's the first person, which is actually shocking, Jim. I think Wesley Matthews is the first person that we can fully put on like a betting shit list. Yeah, we haven't had many like come down to buzzer. Like that's actually insane. Yeah, maybe that means you're just so good at betting. Or I guess some of the close ones, you and I have been on the different side of the coin. So something that was bad for me was good for you. Anyways, easy money. The wow. easiest of money. Are you going? Let me ask you this. You now have baseball on your list. Right. But you also have March Madness. Right. And if you listen to me talk before, you know, you'd already know what the free money is. Ah, shit. I forget what you said. It's Florida State. Gonzaga's favored by seven and a half, Jim. Which is way too much. You think so? If th- if this was four points, I would still be on Florida State. If it was two, I think it'd be too close to call. But it's seven and a half? I mean, I, I just think, I, A, I think Florida State's going to win this game. Um, but B, I think it's going to be a close game. You're not good at betting the dog. Bit in the dog, bit in the dog. You're eight and ten when you bet the underdog, which isn't horrible. It's not damning, but your your record's much better when you do that. But for the sake of time and for the fact I'm running out of energy and breath in a way, well, Jimmy. 
Jake is stupid, but he's smart. It's, it's opening day. No bad vibes. We're a team. Thank so, you. So let's go Florida State. Let's go Seminoles. Mmm. Indians. Native Americans. West Virginia guy. Full circle. Full circle. Life's a circle. Everyone, uh, everyone at one point in their life has drawn a circle. Agree? No. Anyone that's lived past the age of 14, anyone that's lived past the age of eight has drawn a circle. Agree? No arms, no legs. Anyone with Stop. limbs. Done. I got to find this Linkin Park song. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Let me get Paramore back on this fucking thing. See you guys.